Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. We thank you for being with us. The gang's all here, though we are social distancing and we're spread out all over the place. Speedy and uh, our intern, Stretch Armstrong, we're all here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Then all across our home state of Alabama, you've got uh, the real Greg Burgess, you got Adler, you got Helmsy. And welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, welcome back. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba show during our very first pandemic. We, uh, we've been uh, so, so uh, thankful. Uh, that we have uh, various members of the medical field and are on the front line fighting against this pandemic. And Dr. Jody uh, uh, Dion Odom uh, joins us again today. Uh, Dr. Odom, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. Uh, Thank ho- you. I'm happy to be here. How I, are you doing? Well, I, I hope you're resting. I hope you're getting some rest. <laughs> yeah. How some are you doing, Doc? Yeah, that's a better I'm question. I'm doing okay. I was on call over the weekend. It's busy, but I'm. thanks for asking. I'm doing okay. Okay, so let, let's brace ourselves. We do have a couple of questions because we, we honestly want to do our job, and, and we, have, we want the job to be real simple. Here are the facts. Let's don't chase fiction. Let's dispute fiction. We certainly want to be prepared. We yeah. certainly want to be wise. We certainly mm-hmm. do not want to be panicked because uh, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's not going to serve anything. Uh, so, so here's the thing. We, we see the government and, and all the, the medical teams there with the Trump administration telling us to prepare ourselves that this week is going to feel a little gloom and doom, but we, we are starting. We, we, we do know some good things are happening, and we are moving forward, but just kind of prepare us all for, for this week. Yeah, so I agree with you. It's always good to start with what the numbers are showing you and use the data to guide what you're going to do. You want to base it on the facts. So we're looking at 336,000 cases of coronavirus across the U.S. We have about 2,000 cases here in Alabama. And the death counts are still increasing. So we're seeing a lot of people still coming into the hospital on the ventilators and the intensive care units. And some of them are getting better. Many of people, as you know, are still mildly ill and not even requiring hospitalization. But the stories of people who are sick with this is that they're pretty sick. For two weeks, they really have a hard time getting out of bed. Um, it's, it's a miserable type of illness. Um, so the reason everyone is so worried about the next couple of weeks is we can tell from the patterns in the past few weeks that we expect, we hope, that this will peak around seven to 10 days from now in the country. Now, not all the country is at the same rate. You have different states with different amounts of cases and different amounts of spread, as you can imagine. But we do think that in the next, um, sometime around April 15th, that's when we're really going to start to see the highest number of cases that we've seen. Uh, Dr. Dr. Jody, if I understood Dr. Burke over the weekend, she was going as far now to say, don't go to the pharmacy, don't go to the grocery store unless you absolutely have to. Uh, Use your supplies you have now. I mean, it sounds like they're even really doubling down this week because it's going to be critical. 
You know, I think the most important thing, and every, almost everyone is doing it, is to follow social distancing and only go out when you need to. If you have a medication that is prescribed by your doctor for your diabetes, for your high blood pressure, for any medical problem, you need to have that medicine. So I think there are urgent reasons why someone would need to go to the pharmacist. I think what she may have meant is you don't want to run to CVS every five minutes to get some new shampoo. You know, you want to go just because you have a good reason. You have to go grocery shopping. You have to feed yourself and your family. These are reasonable things to do. If you can do it and get enough food for a couple of weeks, that seems like a great idea right now as opposed to going every day or every couple of days. Dr. Jody, too, there's a lot of, uh, it, it sounds like they're urging us to wear masks when we go out. How do you feel about that? So I think that most of the data around masks is really contentious, and you'll hear a lot of people have vigorous debates about whether or not it makes sense. It definitely makes sense in the hospital. We have patients who are very sick. We have this disease, which is passed from person to person through droplets and coughing and people who are sneezing. Um, so we want to preserve the, the PPE for the people on the front line, healthcare staff, and we don't have enough of it. That said, I think that what you've heard, which has been confusing, is a change in policy over the past couple of weeks based on a better understanding of this virus that it actually is easy to pass from person to person, even in people before they have symptoms or who don't have symptoms at all. Now, the data varies about how often that happens. It's definitely easier to get COVID from someone who's sick with it than someone who's not sick with it. Um, but that that concern has made the CDC um, change their policy to say, if you're going outside, if you're going for a walk and you may run across large groups of people, one of whom may be sick and you don't know it, it sure seems like a logical idea that you could protect other people from you and potentially you from other people by having a mask on your face. It really isn't for inside your house. It's not to be used 24-7. It's for that person. If you have to go to the pharmacy, for example, to get your medicine, you may want to wear a mask when you go into the pharmacy because people in there could be sick and you wouldn't know it. Well, and also it seems to me just from the few times that we've made a run for supplies mm. and even the times that you try to go to a park, and I know the playgrounds and everything have been shut down because yeah. it was just practically impossible to get little children and, and, and parents yeah. with little children <laughs> To keep them at six feet or, or more, that right, that that right. was that's that's practically impossible. Yeah, I have a six year old. That's impossible. yeah. So you understand? <laughs> I so, totally understand. But when you go to some of the parks and even to the grocery store, I notice it's as if some people have been somewhere and they've heard none of this information, and 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 I think that's why the mask may be it, like you just said. Like you can go in and say, "I'm going to do everything exactly like they said to," and then some person comes and stands right next to you in the grocery aisle and even rubs their shoulder on yeah. you and you're like, do you not have a TV? Do you have no radio? Hey, uh, give me my six, yeah. man. Come on. Right, yeah. right. What do you think that are those people just, they just don't believe this. They think it's all a conspiracy. What, what could they possibly be thinking? I, I, I don't really follow that. You know, I think some of it you can answer structurally, right? Like, so that when I was last at the grocery store, they have at the checkout line these pieces of tape that say this is six feet, and you only approach right. the cashier when the next person is already gone. So there are some ways, at least within parts of the store, that they can say we want you to do physical distancing. You know, the point is you can't force everyone to follow a, a policy or a procedure, right? All you can do is say this is what we recommend for your health, for the health of your loved ones and your family to follow these measures, but you don't 
don't want to turn it into a um, a type of system where you are enforcing that on every single individual sure. in the country. I, I'm certain that would not go over well, and it really would can't be counterintuitive. We're trying to get everyone to buy in to why these policies make sense yeah. and why it's about protecting you and your family and your community. So let, let's talk to the conspiracy people real quick because I want to be sure they hear you say this loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, two things. First of all, I think part of the what we just mentioned too. Some of these things are just habits. You know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to break habits. I, I usually go here and grab this can can of you know whatever always right, right here, and mm-hmm. and I, I I didn't even notice you were standing there. I think that's part of it. But let's get yeah. back to the mask question mm-hmm. because the underlying question is this: There are people say they're telling us to put masks on because they know it's airborne. They know it's airborne, and it's beyond airborne from droplets. It, it's in the air. It's everywhere. Can, can you can you speak to that? Because I know some people that think that's the first thing they think when you say let's let's put our mask on. Uh, you know, when we go out, if if if, if you if you can. Right. You know, what we what I can say is the best data shows is that a majority of the time this is transmitted by droplet. The droplet is the larger particles that come out when you cough and sneeze. And even sometimes when you talk and sing, um, those droplets are going to hang out in the air for a few minutes and then go to the surface. And then you touch the surface and touch your face like we've talked about before. That's almost all the time the way that this is transmitted. There are some studies that are showing the amount of time that there are COVID-19 particles in the air after someone is sick or when someone is sick. And those studies, some of them are mixed. So we're still trying to understand if this is only patients who have high levels of virus or patients under certain circumstances. Um, the best data I've seen says this is clearly droplet transmitted. Whether or not there's a component of airborne is really impossible to rule out at this point. It doesn't mean it's mostly airborne, but it, it, I can't tell you for certain that there's no airborne transmission, if that makes sense. It does. Uh, we'll come back. We have more questions for you. We have one more segment um, with Dr. Odom, and uh, we'll continue to ask some other questions. Uh, and, again, she's not doing anything but saying, I can tell you what's factual. I can't speak to things we don't know yet, but I can tell you what I, what we do know. Uh, so we'll be back 15 minutes past the hour as we continue our update on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, pandemic 2020. Rick and Bubba show, voice of calm and steady, but trying to recognize that preparedness and uh, being in wisdom and uh, you know all the information we can gather uh, to pre- protect other people and yourself is important. Uh, and uh, we are honored to have Dr. Jody Dion Odom uh, back with us again, the Division of Infectious Diseases. Uh, they're at the UAB on the front line working uh, to try to get those answers that everybody wants. Uh, so, Bob, I know you had a question for Dr. Uh, Dr. Odom. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Dr. Jody, just uh, quickly, uh, some reports in the media over the weekend, maybe you can shed some light on the hydrochloroquine and z combination, the malaria drug and the commonly mm. prescribed penicillin medicine. Um, st- we're, we're seeing some individuals come online saying, man, this stuff saved me. Uh, I know there hasn't been enough time to do a complete study, but there was a report over the weekend as much as 75 to 80 percent of all the doctors in the country are already on it. Can you talk to that any? Is that is it still showing promise or what do we know? 
Yeah, thanks for that question, Bubba. I think it's really been um, it's been confusing for people because you're hearing a lot of different messages. What I want to say is that this is one of a number of drugs that we're testing to see if it works against COVID-19. When you look at to see if a drug works, you want to see, A, does it work? B, is it safe? And then C, who is it studied in? Who is it going to work for? Um, and this isn't something that we're planning on doing. It's the studies that are actively being done in this country and others around the world. We have a few small studies that have come out already. By small, I mean like six, seven, eight, 12 patients. But it's patients who got it without being within a clinical trial, meaning that they got it and they didn't have a comparison group. And the challenge of not having a comparison group is you don't know if they got better just because they were going to get better anyway, or they got better because they got this combination of hydroxychloroquine azithromycin. So I'm telling everybody that um, is asking me, both in the media and my patients, is let's wait for the actual studies to come out. Let's wait just a couple of months for the well-done trials to enroll patients to look at safety and efficacy, and then we can know if it's going to work or not. Um, I haven't heard the 75 to 80% of doctors taking it. That doesn't meet, match any of the doctors that I know um, in my circles. I do know that everyone out there is looking so hard and really fighting to identify a, a treatment for this disease. So every Everyone wants to have something that will work. Um, I just think that it's a little premature to assume that this is going to be the drug when um, it could be a number of drugs. Behind this drug being tested, we have others and others that are being tested at the same time. So we all hope that we'll find something as soon as possible, but let's not jump the gun and start a medication that has toxicity to your eye, to your heart, to your sugar level in your bloodstream without knowing if it works. Uh, but the FDA has approved it for this, right? What I've seen is the FDA has approved its study. Um, the FDA is greenlighting uh, these investigations. Um, I don't know the details of, of, there may be some more recent wording from the FDA that came out over the weekend that I didn't see because I was on call, but I, uh, what, what I know is the FDA is, is good with looking further at safety and efficacy of this drug. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of from the school Trump is, and I know you have to be uber careful. But uh, you know, when you got people who are very bad ill, I mean, you know, what what does it hurt to try? Because there has been some reports of some success, but yeah. you do have to be careful for the long term. And I understand that. And look, I don't have a problem. Uh, the healthcare, the frontline people are going to have to get the first medicine anyway, because. You, you guys are dealing with it in large quantities every day, so you're going to have to have that protection when it becomes available, however. Well, uh, I think you're looking the, at two different things there. One is, does it work as a treatment for people who have COVID? And that's our number one concern. That's what we're studying right now. What you're bringing up with healthcare workers, that would be as a prevention. And that's right. really, there's even less science and less data behind using it as a prevention. So that is something that's being studied. Um, but I would say the first push and our first interest is getting something to treat patients. So not to take it as a prophylaxis, but just to counterpoint with you, the drawbacks are that it is possible when someone is sick to make them worse. So if you give them a therapy that is not proven and they have a, a heart arrhythmia or they have blindness from retinal toxicity, you have not only not helped them, you've made them worse in some really important way. And the other is that this medicine, hydroxychloroquine, is effective for some types of diseases like lupus. And there's lupus patients now who can't get this drug anymore because there's so much demand for it across the world that they can't get their drug supply 
supply filled, um, and they're suffering with their disease as a result. So those are just a few of the, the consequences um, before we have the data. And I know that there's concern it's going to take two years to get this data. That is not the case. These studies are enrolling now. We will know soon definitively whether or not this is going to be effective. Yeah, I'm afraid some of us on the medical team, we are the kids in the back seat that keep asking, are we there yet? Yes. And, yeah. And, yeah. and you guys yeah, it's are... It's like baseball, right? You don't call the game in the bottom of the fourth <laughs> inning. You have to let it play out. You don't decide early. Well, we, and we understand why everyone's... That. Other thing, where we live, and, 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 and the country will all catch up at some point, but where we live, you know, we've gone from, hey, it was really, really cool to, you know, 82, 83. You know, we've getting up in 85. Do we see any indication that I know this is unknown, so these are questions I'm asking about things that we know about, but you got to start somewhere. Is, mm-hmm. there, is there any indication that the warming of the weather like it has happened with a lot of viruses of the past might help? Not yet. We're, 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 people, people are still hoping, like we talked about before, that this enveloped coronavirus will be less easy to transmit in the heat and the humidity of the summer. Um, but, you know, we have places like Miami and the South that right. are even warmer than we are here, and they're having lots and lots of disease. So no evidence yet. And what about, do we have any updates on those who get it are now immune? Um, so I was just looking at a paper this morning that was looking at the last coronavirus, SARS-1, and there's some data that was showing, at least for those people, that they had peak antibody levels at four months that lasted for a majority of people more than two years. So that's not this coronavirus, of course, but it's a clue that maybe um, we'd be looking at something similar for this. Those studies are ongoing, too. Yeah, like it, it's it's from the same conference as we would say in football, but it's not the same team. Yeah. Right, right. Yes, yeah. I think that's a good good way to say it. Doctor Jody, uh, ventilators. We're hearing a lot about ventilators. Ventilators. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it reports again, and I'm asking this question for you to to clarify. Uh, average use of a ventilator may be two to four days, but with this particular disease, it could be twenty twenty five. And what is the survival rate once you are on a ventilator? Yeah, so the ventilator for people who haven't had someone, a loved one, have one is is the breathing tube in the machine that basically does the work for your lungs when you have a severe type of pneumonia, which happens with this COVID-19. So this is the 5% of patients who get severely ill. Many of them end up needing this type of respiratory support. Um, And, you know, the amount of time before COVID-19 that people are on the ventilator really varied. We have some people on it just for a couple of days who rapidly get better, and we have other people who are on it and are never able to come off it. They have to have um, breathing support for the rest of their life. Um, This is typical with other types of very severe pneumonias. So when you have a a pneumonia that involves both sides, both all of your lungs, basically, and all of your oxygenation, it often takes a couple of weeks for your lungs to recover after that. So most of the time we're seeing people need the ventilator for three weeks or so, three or four, with a wide range in those numbers. Um, and unfortunately, of the people who go on a ventilator, a large proportion of them do not come off the ventilator. I don't know the exact number, um, but it's definitely a risk if someone's going on the ventilator that it will be uh, uh, very hard to get them off. That's- we'll be back, bottom of the hour. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. He's back. Uh, 35 minutes past the hour. 
the Rick and Bubba show today. You, you, if you remember, uh, we were discussing on our program what happened to Richard Simmons. And Bubba, he has come out of the darkness during the pandemic six years since we've all heard from Richard Simmons. He is now 71 years old, and uh, he says that uh, he's been living as a recluse but uh, but if you remember in 2017, and we talked about it on the show, the famous Missing Richard Simmons documentary and podcast, uh, tr- trying to find, remember all the theories of what was going on with Richard Simmons. Uh, one time that he was transitioning, uh, that, that turned out not to be true. Uh, that made him mad. Yeah, yeah that, that he actually got mad about that, didn't he? I said, Greg, there you are. Look at you. I heard you got your little microphone over the weekend. Well, I'm not using it currently. I ain't got the whole system right. Okay. I get okay, that's good. Stand uh, by, though, buddy. Yeah, stand. Well, I, 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 if I just had my adapter from a headphone, I'd be in. You'd be. You'd be all. Watch in. your mouth. Dude, watch out now. You don't need to cuss about it. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> all right. So, so Greg, and you were clarifying when you first heard this story over the weekend. You thought that 71 year old Richard Simmons, because if you think about it, if you get into the and I look, I've seen it with the with the, the where I was going to try to do better. You know, now you got to think about all these gyms and all these workout places. They're trying to find a way. Undoubtedly, the thing is now, if you if your business revolves around people gathering, or or you're a church, or you know you're 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 a, a small group Bible study, or any kind of meeting, for some reason everybody says the answer is Zoom. Zoom must be the answer. Come on in, Zoom, 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 I Zoom. And so you you have these people. Think about it that are now saying to their exercise classes, let's all Zoom, and we'll stand here and do the workout, and you do it at home. Well, Richard Simmons was ahead of – he was doing that before that was cool. Sweating to the oldies. Yeah, sweating to the so, – <laughs> so, of course, you know, not a lot of people have VHS uh, no, <laughs> players no, anymore. No, no, no. But, but they're saying now there's a resurgence uh, of the Richard Simmons workouts because people are having to work out at home – and it, it says um, there has been an overwhelming – I want you to think about this. There's a representative from Richard Simmons, not Richard himself. Huh. We have had an overwhelming request for Richard to return in some way as a comfort to all dealing with the pandemic. There it is. We thought we would start by re-releasing some workouts and other inspirational content. Now, wait a minute. Tap the brakes just a minute there, Rick and Bubba team. <laughs> We're not hearing from Richard. We're hearing from no. we're hearing from a representative that thinks that there is a market for Richard yeah. stuff right now. Hey, everybody's saying, <laughs> hey, somebody's saying, everybody's wanting Richard to come back and comfort them. So we're going to start, meaning we don't have him yet. We're going to start by re-releasing some of his workout videos. <laughs> Rick well, Speech uh, got excited when he heard it. He thought that Rich was going on a media tour, and we might have him in the studio again. Here we okay, go. I was waiting on that. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I thought it might be you. Hey, can yeah. I tell you the whole Richard Simmons thing is very bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it is. he, you know, he was Mister, you know, just a little butterfly, and then he becomes a recluse. That didn't even make sense. I know. To begin with, I know. You know. And and again, it starts. The story doesn't finish, but unless you had the other page. There's a sentence here that says Richard is very, and then it stops. Uh, so yeah, I didn't like how it printed. But but anyway, you get you see what I'm talking about. There's nowhere in the article that Richard himself is saying anything. It, it's it's like he has a representative that is saying there's a demand, you know, because he always prided himself on and he, and and let's be let's be fair. He he did make people feel good. I mean, he was he was full of energy, Bubba. 
Um, you know, uh, well, he made him feel good and uncomfortable at the same time. Right. Well, <laughs> you're, and Greg, so I can go ahead so you can be sure this is covered. And of course, according to Speedy, is kissing not too shabby. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we gonna be dealing a meal again, Greg? For, Greg, the first time I saw this, I thought, I wonder if Speedy's ready to be kissed by a seventy-one-year-old man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Not too if, instead of sweating to the oldies, it would be sweating by an old. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what an old buddy by Jake. He wants everybody to know he's back in it. Oh, is he? Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. All right but guys, are y'all with me? I just gave you the article. Y'all may not have it there uh, where you are, but doesn't that sound like? That people that on the rise to his videos are just saying, "Hey, man, everybody wants Richard back, so we're gonna you, you, uh, y'all working out at home." Wait a minute, that that was our market. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I so l- let me ask you this: I, I I can't imagine what an older Richard Simmons sounds like, but um, I can only imagine him trying to whoop everybody into shape. Live like you were dying. It's not like that for sure. Hey, live like you were dying. Do you think maybe I don't know? And if you covered this, I apologize because I was looking down here. Uh, could they replay some of his originals? Well, that's what they're doing. They, I mean, they're not. He's not updating at no, all. No, no, no. He's not coming in at all to no. say, "Hey, everybody, enjoy no. my old stuff." Hey, this is Richard Simmons, and now I am living like I'm dying. Yeah, uh, no, but no, we'll not at all. so we don't. I mean, he's not going to be involved at all. I mean, he's not going to well, say it. Just, I mean, I, I, don't, gummit. I, I don't get any more. We, the we last thing heard from him, right? I mean, no. it's just his represent. We still don't know if Richard's alive. The representative I, says this phrase: "We are re-releasing." some workouts and other inspirational content okay. on his YouTube channel. Mm. So uh, this is just old stuff. That, I don't think best, we count this as Richard his back. The Simmons stuff out there is when he was on the air with us and when he was on the air with David Letterman. I yeah. agree. But wait a minute, guys. Do y'all not agree? This is not the return of Richard Simmons. This is his, no, This is no. the people that own his content saying he's got a YouTube channel. We're putting stuff on it. That's it. Hey, we, so it stopped with Richard. Richard is very. Yeah. Uh, he said Richard is very touched by the outreach. That's the end of the story. Okay. So right now, that's I'm, sp- it. I'm speaking on behalf of Richard. Yeah. That's the end. That's the end of the story. We, I don't count this as he's back. Does anybody else count this? No. He's not back. No way. No, he's not back. His videos are back. Right. It's re-release. Okay. Yeah. That. Well, that's the same thing. Okay. Well, that. Then th- all this is is. Hey, I hear everybody's working out at home. We got a lot of cool stuff y'all might be interested in. <laughs> Look, they could re-release Tom Petty records, but he ain't back. That's a good point. Yeah. Boy, there you go. Golly. There it is. Just stand down, yeah, Bubba. That's I mean, it. hey, that's I'm right. Out. That's right out of the closet, right there. there you go. He's, <laughs> he's gone. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's all this is. Yeah. So, but I like, and this is, I look. Let's give them props. We're in marketing. Hey, people are demanding to hear from Richard Simmons right now. I mean, p- people are saying they need they need his comfort. They need his workouts. And they need him, and so yeah, uh, that just means all the board games are tired of him, right? Oh my Rick, goodness! What if you got on the Peloton? And good news, only three more weeks after this week. Well, yeah. l- 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 let me tell you this. Yeah, what if I get on Peloton? There's Richard. Hey, Rick. <laughs> how how is the Peloton working out for being quarantined, Rick? You know, it, it really it, for quarantine, it's great. I mean, I, I would rather be going to. Uh, you know, doing a little better. I liked what I was doing before better because you know there there's more to it than just riding a bike, and and now the, you know where I where I was working out. They're doing the thing where you go on there and you can watch it on Zoom. And I just I just don't know if that's me. I I just you know and you're in you're in there in your room and you you you're doing all the. It, I don't know. It just uh, 
Oh, give it a shot. <laughs> I, 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 real, I realize the Peloton is basically the same thing. By the way, I can't I can't get make good choices. And somebody sent really? me, somebody sent me some teachers to go with. So let me tell you what happened to me the last time I get on it. So you remember I, I had I had these beginner workouts. Then I was going to go to the next click, which by the way is a huge jump, much bigger than I thought, to beginner advanced. That's not even to the regular classes yet. That's supposed to be the intermediate stop. Okay. <laughs> So so anyway, I get the one guy that cussed me the whole time and told me to get up off my blank, you know, and all that. So then I said, well, I, I got to go another way. So then I pick another guy. Now, let me tell you, when, I, when you know you're in trouble here and you just start hitting pause, he comes on, he goes, I, I look at him, I say, okay, this guy looks pretty normal. And he's he, he going, hey, welcome to my workout. I says, now I want you to know, when I'm doing my workout, I'm going to start with some Britney Spears. And I oh thought, now I've got a gay guy. <laughs> now I've got a gay guy. I mean, it's just like I can't pick a when – a, when a man says we're going to start with some Britney Spears, if you do my workouts, we're going to hear some Britney. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, i got, I got a gay guy now. Right. Right. So right. I, right. I've got to find some happy medium Sometimes that'll dupe you, though. They're, they, I mean, was he, was he tough, though? I mean, did he push you? Well, I mean, I, it didn't take for me long to realize inside the workout that, you know, when, Rick, you need that guy that cussed you. That's yeah, it. that's all the way you're going to get him. better. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you understand. And he bangs on the bicycle. Get up. Yeah, yeah, that's my yeah, blank that's, there. Yeah, that's who you, that's who you need. <laughs> well, he, he's, 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 very, he's very mean. That's what he, he'll play a song. He'll start banging up. <laughs> hey, that's my right there. <laughs> come on, come on. Get up off the <laughs> and let's go. You know, and I'm just like. Come on, that's it. But yeah. I got I got to say you're right, Greg. He motivated me more than the guy that said, you know, yeah. if, you, if you're doing my workouts, you know, I'm gonna be doing some Britney. <laughs> and then he would do some dances on his bike, and I was oh, like, oh my dances, not the dances, Look, not dancing. Yeah, but now it, it it does work good because it's in, you know, you can stay inside. It pushes you really hard. You get what you need out of it. And remember, we're old now, mm-hmm. so nobody expects us. I mean, if, if people say you did 20 to 30 minutes and your heart's beating, they're happy for you. You know, it, it got your heart rate up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, all right, we'll uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about uh, life in quarantine. Is it just you guys? Have you ever? I've never had so much time. I know. I mean, <laughs> it's just... I, I can't. I, I'm busy. I can't get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us. Yeah, as you're um, as you get in that old vehicle and you get in there, you're getting a little light come on, you're like, oh boy, nah, that can't be good. She would say we just tell us what's wrong instead of giving us weird diagrams and pictures. We have to go to some, uh, you know, big thick book that we put in our, you know, a glove compartment and forgot all about to figure out even what it is. But the bottom line uh, on this, no matter what it is, if you are in an automobile that's plus 5,000 miles, likely you got no warranty. Uh, that's the reason why you need to get a protection plan from our friends at carshield.com. Uh, protecting critical parts of our lives are important. And that automobile, you want that baby uh, to last. Uh, but when it lasts, you, you don't have warranty, but you still want protection. And that's where CarShield comes in and says, you know what? We'll fill that little slot there. We sure will. And we've got protection plans that will take your vehicle. And if it's a covered repair, we will deal directly with the mechanic or the dealership of your choice. Uh, We'll deal directly with them. We'll get you a rental car at no cost to you while your automobile is being fixed. And then we'll pay them. It'll be done. And and here we go. So you pick it. We pay them. 
here's a rental car and no extra charge. And no matter what's going on, if that car is under a protection plan from CarShield, you have 24-7 roadside assistance uh, no matter what. So if you'd like to find out about the, the protection plans that are available, be sure you take the promo code Bubba with you to carshield.com, or if you call 1-800-CAR-6000, mention Bubba. Uh, either way, it gets you 10% off the protection plan that you pick. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so guys, we, we continue to be uh, in, uh, in pandemic mode. We're told to stay home unless we're doing something essential. I know that our state in Alabama, of course, the, the biggest city in Alabama, Birmingham, had already done this, shelter at home. Um, but this was this this was like some supposed to be some big announcement. But when I read about the mandate of shelter at home, there was nothing different about it than what I was already doing. Hmm. It was yeah, a, it did, didn't sound like it changed a whole lot, did it? No, it was exactly it was exactly the same thing. It says stay at home unless you need to do these things. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I've been doing the entire time. Yeah. So they're, they're really, and I guess what it was there for because I did notice this is so now, and I know it's a creepy feeling. I get it. Now law enforcement can come to a park or somewhere, and if they see people grouping together, they can tell them to separate and, mm-hmm. and either spread out or go home. I guess that's really all it really accomplishes. Right. Uh, but, but anyway, so, so that, that was to me was a minor story over the weekend. But, Bubba, you were saying you're sheltering, but now because – and I think – you tell me if I have this right based on what you said going to the break – you're realizing that you can't say anymore about a project. Well, I just can't get to that because I have this, that, or that, because all that other stuff's been canceled. So now all the projects you've been putting off are now there. Yeah, I, you know, I think a lot of times I was trying to figure out why I couldn't get to everything. I think a lot of times, like, the family will be gone. Sure. And, you know, I can get a project done and move through it. But now, you you know, you've got – and these are good things. You've mm-hmm. got meals together. You know, you've got uh, sure. watching the afternoon briefing together because, you know, that's always entertaining. Sure. Uh, you know, catching a movie. Uh, I mean, it's it, – I don't know. I, I kind of in my mind thought that I would get caught up on some projects, but I'm not making as much time and getting as much done as I thought. You, you, you said that. Sherry said the same thing. She had some things that she was working on, and I kept saying to her, well, why don't you just work on them now? And mm-hmm. she said, well, no, no, when I was getting them done, to your point, Bubba, I did those things when you and the children weren't here. Mm-hmm. Now y'all are here, which is great, so I feel like I should be fixing a meal for everybody. I, I'm, I, I'm washing clothes because now we've had boys come back home that normally oh, aren't yeah. here. Uh, if you guys are here, I think I should be spending time with y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're actually getting, like yesterday, Sherry and I got in, in, into an entire conversation <laughs> of let's just lay this out. Do you <laughs> want time to yourself? Would you, would you yeah. like would right. you like for me to get away from you? I mean, uh, do you need some time to yourself? You know, the backyard is yours for two hours. Well, no, we, here's what we got to. We there got to, we got to. Do you want to go lay out in the sun <laughs> and me go to the farm? Or do you, and what was funny? She goes, well, let's decide. Do we want to go sit out by get out in the sun, or do we want to go to the farm? And I said, honey, I got news for you. Since normally by Sunday we're not even home till nearly two o'clock in the afternoon because we've gone to Bible study. We've gone to worship. We've mm-hmm. gone to lunch. I said our worship service has been cut shorter than it is when you attend. Right. It's already over, and we're done, 
and we have so much of the day left, we could literally go lay out in the sun, hang out by the pool, and go to the farm. I mean, we can we can we we can do that with zero issues. Uh, and of course, that's what we ended up doing. Yeah. But we're actually having to have conversations about: Do you need me to give you some space? I mean, because you can still go do stuff by yourself if you want to. And to your point, Bubba, before that happened just naturally, but now you feel weird if you call it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that may be the problem. Yeah, we got meals, we got movies together, we have the designated afternoon nap. I mean, I, all the things everybody else has. Yeah, what about the rest of you? Greg, what are you doing now? You do got any honeydews? What are you doing? You're <laughs> home all the time now. Yeah. I keep putting stuff off. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of things to do, but I watched a few vehicles and stuff like that. But I, I'll be honest with you, I've, I've right now been sitting on the back porch. I got a good rocking chair back there. Mm-hmm. And just kind of hanging out. Uh, I, you know, I go, well, I got time to get to all that. I, eventually, I'm going to have to do something. I haven't done hardly anything. Helms, I know you got little kids at home, so I, you're really juggling. I want to know how Greg's pulling that off because I haven't stopped doing anything. Well, like, this is the only time that I am stopped. I actually went to get a cup of coffee a minute ago and asked a man if I could have a day off. Well, keep in mind, Greg Greg can't go see his parents because we're not allowed to. He can't go see right. his daughter and her husband. He's not allowed to. And he can't go see his grandson and his and his son and, and his wife because they're not allowed to. So he doesn't yeah. have anybody at home but he and Lisa. That's it. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> well, well I'll tell you when it's going to get real for us is um, today starts homeschool yes. for our kids. Yes. Oh, yes. no. And Amanda's here today. Okay, so she's she's got it while I'm down here. But tomorrow she goes back to work. Yeah. And so daddy's going to be teacher. That's going to be fun. Well, have some fun Let me ask you this. Is it mandatory you do homeschooling oh, or yeah. is that just something y'all want to do or what? No, this is, this is part of finishing out the year. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. a sign. So, I mean, you, this, this is going to be required for them to go to the next grade. Correct. Correct. Well, now I don't know. I mean, I don't, we might could say the heck with this for the rest of the year, but I – I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty much. I've got, I got, I got the answer as far as what my wife's school is doing. Um, for a lot of students and a lot of school systems, I think that's what they're doing too. And that is the current grade that you have right now. It could potentially just carry through, and that's what you would get for the semester. Or if you want to improve your grade, you can do the online classes. Uh, I think that's what uh, some school systems are doing. Well, Rick, I know you're like me. I would go back to the snow days we used to have. I mean, there's no way I would have to do a class on a snow day. No. So uh, I, I think I would declare if school has been canceled, gum, it's canceled. Yeah, I know the colleges are making them finish, and they're doing, yes. the, they're doing the courses online with professors and everything. We get various texts throughout the day. I'm in a class right now. FYI, well, that doesn't tell me to be quiet. That tells me to go get involved. I keep walking. Right, I right. keep walking through the background with no shirt on, and sure. then all, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Brody keeps looking at me, telling me to get away. I mean, I'm yeah. just, call I'm, the hogs up. <laughs> and all that. Help! 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 Yeah. Help! Calling the dogs. Oh yeah. All right, top of the hour. We'll be back. Uh, we'll continue to talk uh, quarantine. We'll update you on any stories that are still out there as we try to get you the information you need. But at the same time, offer a little steady, a little calmness as we look at all aspects of a historic pandemic. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Live from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, and of course, folks, all across Alabama on the Rick and Bubba team, Speedy, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, also here in the studio with Speedy and uh, myself is our intern, Stretch Armstrong, earning his degree in common sense, that now a superpower. And we welcome back from the broadcast closet, Mr. Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for hanging with us during this terrible pandemic. Well, it is, and we continue to, um, you know, to keep you updated, get you all the information that we can. Uh, right now, it, it's pretty. It's pretty simple. Uh, nothing is really going to change a whole lot uh, till uh, April the thirtieth, and I think we all know that when April the thirtieth finds its way here, uh, our country faces some very difficult decisions. Right now, do what we're being asked to do. Uh, we should see a peak in in problems around the fifteenth as we identify more and more people, and hopefully we'll start to get to the other side uh, and go down. I know that I saw that um, uh, Governor Cuomo announced that New York had its first daily drop in coronavirus deaths. Uh, Of course, uh, he uh, announced that about the time the military was headed to New York City. So we'll we'll see on that. But, Bubba, we've talked about this before. Uh, Just when you thought people couldn't care enough, apparently – Tigers can get it from humans. Yeah, you know, this has been a big question in a debate. Can animals get it? Because what happens if you have an animal that gets this in your house? I mean, what right. do you do? Right. Um, you know, I, I saw what they were doing in China originally, and that was not pretty. No. Uh, especially where they had high rises. Right. But, um, <laughs> Rick, now we have a tiger at the Bronx Zoo. They said has tested positive for coronavirus. I'm sorry, you broke up there, Bubba. What did you say? Tested. Pos- I'm sorry. It it has tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah, and 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 I saw also that they said that they uh, they've also tested um, uh, the tiger's sister, some other tigers, and, and an African lion that also had uh, developed a dry cough. How do you know when a lion has a dry cough? <laughs> mm, what? Um, uh, but um, they say all animals. I tell you what, who wants to take his temperature is what I want to <laughs> well, I, got, mm-hmm. I tell you one thing you won't do is put a surgical mask on him. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> so uh, we, um, we, they say they think all the large cats will recover, but Bubba, you made the bigger point. Hmm. If, um, if a sick person is caring for a pet and is around animals, they're now saying it is possible that we could have ourselves a two-way deal going here. You could give it to your animal, and if your animals picked it up somewhere else, it could give it back to you. I mean, yeah, we don't, we I don't mean, know. That's, that's, that's a nightmare. I mean, good gracious. I mean, this thing, it's got so many curves in it. We, it's so hard to hit this thing and get a, get a bead on it. Now we're going to be passing it back and forth. I mean, if, if 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 tigers can get it, I guess cats can get it, right? Uh, and we 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 talked earlier about dogs. We said one time they could, one time they couldn't. Then they carry it. Then we don't know. I mean, good gracious! You well, know, can well, we can we get a break here anywhere on this? Well, it goes back to the you know the playoff here. You have to deal with if you end up getting it. I mean, you 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 just have to do you bet do the best you can. 
because, you know, there's no – like with these cats, it looks like they say they're going to recover. I know nobody wants to get their pet sick, but what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you going to tell the, the pet to stay six feet from you or are you going to stop feeding it? Uh, you know, it, 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 there's not a whole lot you can do other than just hope the animal can get through it. Really? Right? I mean, Yeah, it says if a sick person must care for a pet or be around animals, they should wash their hands before and after the interaction. Um, so, well, that, I mean, how, how do you do that with a dog that's jumping up on you? Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. good night. You know, that's, you, that, that's don't, you only, just, don't you just say all in? I mean, at that point, yes. like we're doing with our family. Yes. Whatever gets it, we're all going to have it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The pet's just going to have to get it to, and then hopefully we'll survive it just like the, the human beings in the house. <laughs> the right? pets probably can handle it a lot better than we can. Well, well, can I tell some of you out there? And I know some of you, you know, walk a little bit on, on a little more of a tight road when it comes to animals and, and interaction and all up in your face and all that. Shouldn't we always wash our hands before and after interaction with, with pets? Especially after. Right. We don't. Yeah. Especially we don't. after. I mean, it's uh, – I, How seen, about I, I don't wash my hands that much, and I, I've noticed during this, I, going back, I rarely wash my hands near enough. I mean, I, I wash them now so much the skin's coming off. Well, I was, I was looking – it's interesting you said that. What are some things from the pandemic – that you think that you will always do, even on the other side of it, that you say, well, this I will change. And I think probably washing hands more is the one I hear the most. Yeah, I'm going to have cases of hand sanitizer, and I'm going to have more Pop-Tarts. Okay. Oh, that's good. Good, good call, Bubba. Buy more Pop-Tarts. I, have, I can tell you this, two out of my three boys were fingernail biters. And they just were. They would just chew on their fingernails mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And I told them they looked like a little kid doing it, but it was just something they did. Mm-hmm, sure. And that's that. I think is one good thing that will come out of this because they've stopped doing that. Yeah. But it, I, I think I what I, I will I will not um, you know uh, run run from people anymore though. I don't think. I mean that's getting kind of old. You know, of, right. you know, everybody yeah. that comes around, you have to screen unclean. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, well, Rick, mm-hmm. think about me. You know, I'm a big hugger. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how tough you think this? Has well, been you're on done. Me? Oh, I know. Over greeter, it's. I've had to completely change my life. Yeah, I've noticed. Know? I've noticed even your group texts are featuring some enthusiasm because you got to put it somewhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, w- will shaking hands be something of the past? Uh, I think it probably will. It needs uh, to be. <laughs> We need to just salute or bow or something. <laughs> are we going to become like the, the Far East? Are we going to start bowing? I don't know. Something it, it, about that bothers me. It yeah. Handshakes. Well, the handshake, I think, is, uh, you know, it's a foundation. It's just a habit now how we've grown up. But there couldn't be a worse way to pass on germs than that. Yeah, and, and if you think about it, just like what we were talking about and, and Speedy talked about even the documentary Pandemic, you would think we would have stopped that before now if that was our concern because the things that come around every year kill a, a boatload of people. I yeah. mean, I mean oh, you, yeah. you would think you wouldn't do it because you just didn't want to catch the flu. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you, you would think you, you – you, but, uh, but, but we – It took this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the next two weeks we'll see uh, this, this – you know they're predicting we'll bypass the flu, but you're right. We get that every year. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's yeah. I, I saw and uh, boy, here we go. Now, Helmsy, I know you've seen it, Rick. You have the series Pandemic. It's a documentary. I've seen series. some of it. I haven't seen. Okay, it I've I've seen all the series. It's on Netflix. If you're looking for something, they gave the the flu numbers, and I want to say worldwide. Here we go, uh, boy. It was something like six hundred fifty thousand a year mm-hmm. die of the flu worldwide. And that's not in the U.S. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea the numbers were that high. I know we were, we had talked about just the U.S. numbers and and where they were, but 
I had no idea it was that many worldwide. Yeah, the U.S. Bubba's what uh, anywhere from thirty-five to forty thousand people in our country on the flu every What's year. That? Flu, uh-huh. yeah, I, it depends. You know, 20, 30, mm-hmm. 40 sometimes. Somewhere in it's there. been up to sixty before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Car- cars have been historically about fifty thousand a year. It's actually down a little bit. It's it's down like in the forty thirty five. Yeah, well, you know, you're always looking for silver lining because you you don't want to get uh, you know overly paranoid and certainly you don't want to be panicky and and live in morbid fear and and all of this but uh the bottom line is this and i was just messing with some of the numbers at home yesterday you know you're sitting there because you know you got time to really do whatever you'd like Mm -hmm. and uh and and i realized it we still must look we need to keep doing what we're doing to keep it that way let me hear me loud and clear this is not me calling hey man let's just do whatever i'm not doing because that's stupid (laughs) now i will say some of y'all they're driving in your vehicle with a surgery mask on that's overkill okay rick (laughs) don't make fun of us okay that's overkill nothing's gonna get you inside your car with your windows up but when you're by yourself and you're thinking what they're doing though rick here's what they're doing they're afraid that, that if they don't put it on, then they'll forget they'll to put forget. it on when they go in the store. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but that's I can, what some of them are doing. But I can only or go. If you bring something out of the store that's got it in your car and it's airborne, it's kicking around. Well, there's just something about drive. <laughs> there's just something about trying to drive and breathe that that is you know it's it's just weird. But anyway, are y'all scared of a gas pump like I am? I'm terrified. No, no, I mean, I, I'm going up listen, to it like it's a live snake. Listen, I want to give. <laughs> I, I want to give. I want to give the audience props on this. Because I had, I, I got my truck down to the point that it, I was going to run out of gas because of what Bubba's doing right now. Okay, yeah. and the and the the listeners that said get freezer bags, mm-hmm. put one on your hand because you can do your credit card stuff and everything with it, and it still takes. You know, some of the gloves it won't. Right. You know what I mean? If it if it's a sensitive thing or something on you, and you just put that over your hand. You go up there and you you do your credit card stuff with with the bag on your hand. Mm-hmm. Take the thing out of the pump, put it in. Put it back, cut it off, then take the bag and you just go over to the trash can, drop it in there, get in your truck and go. Yeah, and and I did that over the weekend and it really works well. It really, really does. So uh, that and, and I spent a long time since I've been terrified of going to the. To get, I mean, I'm letting my truck run down to it says you have three miles yeah. left on the tank. <laughs> you know, I kind of wish we were like New Jersey. We had people pumping it for us. Now. By the way, <laughs> I know we always look for good news and all this. Y'all realize gas is like where we live, a dollar sixty nine a oh, gallon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All you want. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was sitting there going, well, I mean, that, that's kind of positive, isn't it? Of course, it's tied to this, but still. Can't Rick go anywhere. and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, there's that sound. You know what that means, don't you? Huh? Huh? That means it's phone troll time. That means the show belongs to you. At 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's go. A long distance, directly assistance, every quote to on Well, there he is, Stretch Armstrong, taking your phone calls. The broadcast plaza and teleport is 10 lines strong. Uh, therefore, it's easier to get in. We get a much bigger sample of people. Uh, it is a, a little more trying to manage, but that's fine. That's why we invented the phone troll. Uh, at the end of 30 seconds, your time on the program comes to an end. We move to the next callers quickly. Uh, Bubba has a timeout. Uh, he'll have to just holler and yell because I can't look at the, uh, the the phone screen and him in this setup. So just uh, holler, Bubba, if you want a timeout. Same for you, Helmsy. Uh, just make some noise. Uh, and they have two of those, uh, but they must use those wisely. Uh, let's start with Donna out of the great state of Montgomery. Donna, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. I mean the city of Montgomery in the state of Alabama. Donna, 30 seconds. Go. Hi. 
Um, I want to talk about the coronavirus and the Department of Corrections. Uh, there was a video on ABC that showed the uh, one of the uh, guys, I think it was their cell phone, and it showed the conditions in the um, Alabama Department of Corrections that no one's talking about. And uh, they're saying that there's no confirmed cases there. It's because they're not testing them. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about incarceration, that's a, that's a whole different animal. I certainly don't pretend to know who has it or who doesn't, but um, um, I guess with guards coming in and out, I guess it could find its way into a confined place like that because there are people leaving and coming back. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know what uh, the truth is or isn't or what you do about it uh, in, in these cases because right now, uh, I mean, it, it's a, it, you have to be in pretty bad shape uh, to get uh, hospital attention, no matter. You know, most people are being told, stay at home and good luck to you. If you get into buying, let us know. Yeah, some places were turning people out, which I don't think is the necessarily right nah, idea either because nah. you got so many police officers down now. So, you know, I, I think that's the last thing we need, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a bad deal. But, you know, that's, that's part of the deal when you, you get in that position, unfortunately. Well, it's a bad deal for everybody. So yeah, yeah and, 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 and so again, the the right thing to do is avoid that. Okay. We continue Arkansas checking in. Zach, go ahead. You got thirty seconds. How about it, Zach? Hey, I was just calling in. Uh, you guys are saying that you look at a gas nozzle like it's a snake. Yeah. I uh, inspect, test, and calibrate gas pumps for a living every oh. day. Oh. Mm. I encounter maybe fifteen to sometimes fifty-six nozzles a day. Well, I bet you got gloves and all that. Try that. Try that freezer bag thing because they're easier to find than gloves. Hmm. Well, oh, I, well, I, well I, I have uh, I have I have two pairs of gloves that I wear because you got to remember I deal with the nozzle. Oh yeah, and then I'm also dealing with my tools and my. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You you you. Well, let me ask you: Is I mean, can you suspend that right now? Is that is that essential that we keep checking those right now? Uh, I don't know. I know a, a we guy, have to go back and ask this essential question in a minute because apparently everything is essential. Yeah, I looked at that list because everybody was like, hey, Caleb is going to shut the state down. And I went and read it. And I'm like, well, my goodness, everything that I'm allowed to do now, I'm still allowed to do. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't. It didn't and really, I, unless you just do it yourself, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you pretty much can do anything you want to do other than have a mass gathering. Somewhere. Yeah, I, I bumped into a, a good friend of mine that has a fleet of trucks, and they are constantly having to do the gas thing or whatever, and their policy is they have a clean hand and a dirty hand. The, the dirty hand are the, is the one with the glove on it, right? So they're the, that's the one touching the pump, the numbers, and all this kind of stuff in the nozzle. The clean hand is the one touching the truck. And they because you don't ever want your your glove hand to touch the truck or around it because then when your clean hand touches it now you got it on the clean hand so they clean around the truck and then that clean hand is the only one that touches the truck and then the glove hand is the only one touching the nozzle yeah I mean you got to have a plan like that uh, we continue let's go to Eric out of Columbus Mississippi what if you get confused <laughs> well <laughs> you got a dirty truck that never happens does it uh, go ahead Eric welcome good morning guys how y'all doing good good we're great. Rick, I know you had kind of talked about eventually getting on the other side of this pandemic. Uh, my question was, you know, just kind of future generations looking back, you know, what do y'all think they will have to say about, you know, the impact of this coronavirus and this pandemic and how it's affected the world? Well, it's unknown. I mean, we, we don't know. It's certainly going to have a, a gigantic impact. I mean, when you think about think about future generations, you, you there, it, it's the three things that are out there right now. There is the concern about the virus itself. That's pretty clear. 
the concern about other people and whether they can or cannot make you sick, and then the concern about the economics of all this and and your finances. And those are your three areas of concern right now that you have to deal with. And uh, we we have no way to know the impact that it's going to have on them as far as you know the virus is concerned. And then you have to start thinking about, as we've said on the air, uh, and it's an uncomfortable conversation, but it's coming our way on May 1st, is – what kind of economy do you leave for future generations? What kind of a world, what kind of, in this country, what kind of a country do you live? As I heard someone say, there's a patient right now that's sick too, and it's called the United States of America, and does she make it? Uh, so so those, those are all decisions that have to be made. But to answer the question the way you set it up is, what do you think they'll learn? I have no idea, but because it, it, we don't know yet. Well, we, we know after 9-11, uh, things changed the way we, you know, in the old days, we were taught if somebody hijacked a plane, let them have what they want sure. on the ground, you'll deal with it then. Now you're like, heck no, everybody uh, storms them. But just look at the process through airports, how much different that is. So I think we will end up with some type of warning system, much like they have for tsunamis and earthquakes and all these other things that uh, when we have a, a pandemic breakout, we're all going to run home and shelter in place till they know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So those kind of things, you will see that for sure. Eric, you know, you'll, we'll, we'll look at viruses a completely different way. Uh, the only problem is, you know, up till now, uh, and this, like we said, it's every hundred years or so we see this, even when we had a flu, at least we, we had dealt with that type of virus before right. mm-hmm. this right. one was, you know, a, a team out of the conference we'd never seen before. Well, we get a vaccination up. Of course, it may be a year, year and a half. Uh, we get all that going. It's going to be, you know, we'll probably worry about coronavirus like we worry about polo. Well, the big question is. Polio, not polo. Polio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I don't worry about polo a whole lot. Uh, but, I, neither one. I don't yeah. <laughs> but the big question is, if until we get a vaccine, I know we have to return to some sort of normalcy as far as the economy, but can you have big gatherings anywhere before the vaccine i'm talking about the big ones you know where there's thousands we're gonna have a lot of people who's had it and been over it that's immune to it shortly yeah well we think bottom of the hour we'll be back rick and bubba rick and bubba It's 35 minutes now past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. She laughed at my face and told me goodbye. And so we make our way back. We've been getting updates. You know, I didn't get a chance till uh, this weekend to watch what some of the uh, the mainstream media, the things they were saying about, about Mike Lindale. I, I was, I mean, you talk about, you, you you hear them and they they went crazy, you know. Well, then we got this pillow guy coming up there talking about you know everybody needs to get back in the Bible, and um, you know it was um, it, it was uh, it, 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 these are very very interesting times. But again, it's revealing you know maybe the root of a lot of our problems, um, as as I think yeah. it was probably intended to do. But anyway, Mike Lindell was at the White House last week talking in the Rose Garden uh, and had the audacity to say this country. This is a great time to get back into the Bible. 
uh, and uh, and and he stepped up to be you know do their part to help America, hiring back some of the furloughed workers that we're talking about. Uh, also, um, you know, he's making face masks for the hospital workers, law enforcement, the military, other emergency needs. And um, you know, the way he's been ridiculed and ripped apart by networks and on social media, and of course, the celebrities they love to weigh in on all this. And I know how, how much we were waiting on them. Uh, but anyway, 20% of the calls they have, um, they've received to their order call center have also been nasty and threatening, but you know, all I can think about and Bubba, I know we say this every time and guys, he goes out, he mentions what they're doing. You know, they know that he's a, a you know, guy who, who th- thinks Trump's been doing a good job. And then he goes and mentions the Bible. Uh, and, and that's exactly, uh, what the, the Bible he's mentioning said would happen when he did what he did. So it's like they're fulfilling exactly what's happening. But here's the thing. Um, we, we need to remember those of us that look at the Mike Lindells of the world, and certainly he's as flawed as any of us, but we look at the good that he is doing and has done, and, and we think to ourselves, this is the kind of company that I want to be part of. I, this is the kind of company that I want to support. And, and right now, if you go to MyPillow.com, you can click on Radio Special section and use our promo code Bubba for the absolute best prices available anywhere. And if you buy Mike Lindell's book, you get a $25 gift card to use on future orders. Plus, the entire order will ship for free. All the MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a terrific warranty. So just go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Specials, enter the promo code Bubba, and let the savings begin. Um, all right, so Bubba, you you tried to... Uh, you know, you were kind of assigned from our team. Go out and find out what is the the, the triple P, the PPP, uh, and 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 these these this is the the help that is trying to be provided with part of the stimulus package, uh, the three hundred fifty billion in loans, billion that are available for small businesses and independent contractors and all of this. Well, we thought this thing was just really about to really roll out. And then there was a little bit of a tapping of the brakes by a lot of the major banks because they didn't like the percentage they were going to get on these loans. Of course, it was just really taking money that the government was providing that did belong. You know, I saw the Babylon Bee. They never miss. Americans excited about being told that they'll receive some of their money. Uh, but anyway, so um, <laughs> hey, man, good. Whose money is this? Well, that's yours, Rick. We're just giving yeah. it back to you. Uh, yeah, Uncle Sam's still way up on me, so yeah, I'm not worried. Yeah, right. So, so it, I love that America's excited that somebody's going to let them have their money. Uh, but anyway, so some of the banks were kind of like, nah, nee. and and so that it didn't go as seamless as as they had hoped, but. Bank of America said they have felt the heat from people that were upset with them, and they're now going to loosen their criteria for small business and these pandemic loans. So I think the banks are hearing from the people, hey, man, come on now. Yeah, the payroll protection plan, which basically is a loan to small businesses so that they can keep their employees employed. Right. And the catch is that if you pay your employees and there's a couple other things that that allows you to cover mortgage and some other things, rents and one thing and another, uh, as long as you use the money for that, they're going to forgive it 100 percent. So it's basically free money Mm -hmm. to keep people paid so that when we go back, you will have workers there and the workers will have money in their pocket which will also help the economy go it sounds good on paper i mean at this point we're in a free for all uh, free fall right. so 
you know, why not? But with anything, Rick, who would have thought if their government's giving away $350 billion that it would be an absolute cluster? On the first day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, yeah. Remember so that, we, yeah. Remember this when you those of you that want the government to run healthcare when you're waiting on an MRI. Yeah, it, uh, it it was a mess. I think some of it has been cleared up. There's still a backlog of things. Uh, I know for us, we were trying to get in on the program too. We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't find anybody to take us for a while. Mm-mm. So uh, you know, I think maybe we eventually got in. We haven't uh, got all the paperwork done yet, but we'll see how that how that plays out, but it's, uh, hopefully a program that, uh, you know, will, will help us to get through this, uh, in the worst case scenario for sure. Well, bank America said that they, uh, they got intense criticism, uh, because, uh, they, they were, they were failing to properly process applications when the program commenced on Friday. And they said this was only exacerbated by the bottleneck of the government's problems with it as well. And it really turned into, total chaos but they've come well, back and said look we're going to loosen our criteria a little bit see if they can't smooth it out a little bit mm-hmm. well and two for the banks uh there was the issue of the percent uh the bankers i talked to said that's really not the issue we're you know we can do whatever but liquidity was an issue because they were going to have to loan their own money yep the treasury were going to pay them back but they're like when are you going to get it back because we don't want to be in a situation that we drop below our limit we're required to keep right and then uh, there was some liability issues. I'm, I think initially there was none on the banks. And then they said, oh, wait a minute, you know, as they actually rolled it out, we do need you to prevent fraud. In that case, we're not going to pay you back. But like I told you, if you you have a bank and, and even some of the smaller banks out in the country, I mean, they could easily have six, 700 applications for this. Yep. And they might have two or three loan officers. So I don't know how it all ended up. I, I know according to the ones I have talked to, they are having applications that have gone through. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen a check yet. So that's how I judge if it's actually working. Yeah, and and I know we're using the term free money, but as we've taught you for years on this program, nothing is free. No, uh, no. It, yeah, it, it may be. It, it, you've basically been given a loan of your tax dollars that you don't have to pay anybody back, but then somebody someday – somewhere is going to have to pay back the debt that we have just made worse. Yeah. How this is going to play out down the road, Rick, nobody knows. Um, But honestly, you know, we're kind of in that situation now, I think, where we're just trying to get to the next week and then we'll have to deal with it then. I I don't know what that'll look like, or it may be a great opportunity that we, uh, we clear up a lot of this past debt and maybe have some new uh, guidelines for uh, the Congress spending. I doubt it, but that's a great idea. Well, that sounded good, though. It really did. What, yeah, what, I, had to throw, I had to throw it out there. What, what a nice little never-going-to-happen silver lining comment you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. You know, Rick, I'm positive. I try to find a silver <laughs> right. lining anytime I can. Yeah, we know Congress can always be taught to, to, to be more responsible with tax dollars. They've done such a good job with it. Yeah, and, and I know. Too, wait a minute, wait a minute, Bubba. As a matter of fact, they couldn't even do it with this stimulus package. <laughs> <laughs> and and I want to mention too that I, I know because I'm looking down at the laptop, I appear that I'm asleep while I'm talking. That's yeah. really not the case. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. It's just the angle here. You know. Yeah. So. For a minute, I thought your long blinks were back. You remember before CPAP when you do those long blinks and you would sleep? <laughs> yeah. Throughout different points in the show, I thought I still the, do long blinks. Yeah. Right? Well, well, let me ask you. And I know she keeps many looking, naps. You keep looking up a lot. I don't know whether you're praying to God or well, what. Yeah. There's a lot of I looking am, up. As a matter of fact, yes, I yeah. am. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, 
my monitor that I'm watching uh, some of the network feeds on is is way up two shelves up. Oh, okay. Okay. I have to do that to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so or I'm just working my neck. Yeah. Where are you guys on, uh, you know, they have the White House task force uh, where he, uh, I'm saying he, Trump, kind of gave a hint that he might want a committee that's just in charge of of restarting the economy. That's separate from the task force. You know, uh, a committee that or a force, a task force that's only in charge of how do we crank the economy back up? Well, I, well, they're going to need it. They're going to need to think about one, it. A separate one. Well, they're, they're going to because, guys, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it, it'd be like us saying, what do you think about there's a group of people working on the virus? Well, yeah. I mean, there has to be a group of people, but if you better put somebody else on this other problem, which is equally as dangerous mm-hmm. as the virus, somebody's got to figure out some plan to go back to an economy before – I mean, guys, I, I, I'm not trying to be hyperbole here, and certainly – you know, come what will, may, may, may the Lord's will be done, and may we all, you know, be part of what he's trying to accomplish. But, guys, the word depression is is not an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and if you don't, I mean, if, if you don't look at that the same way you're looking at the virus, you better look at it exactly the same way because we have a twofold problem, and somebody's got to figure out how you balance the two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and certainly that's going to take a lot of planning. Yeah. Well, you you got to think about it. How do you do? You start back in some areas first that are, are not as a, a hot spot. Uh, do you do it by age? Do you do you still tell people who are you know sixty and above that have uh, and people have other medical issues? Do you hold them out a little longer? How do you do it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is something like that because I don't think you can just go drop the floodgates, but you have to do something. And I tell you what's a real big missing piece of the puzzle that we really need, and it's two things. We need some definitive research that once you've had it, you're immune. I think we all think that, but we need we need to know for sure. And we really need some of these drugs to come along to get us to the vaccine. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number as we make our way back. So we were discussing going in the break on ideas to restart the economy uh, because you certainly have to, and in the president talking about getting a task force to do that, uh, you certainly have to start thinking about that. And uh, what I was saying, you know, we went into the break, like, for instance, I know it, ha- it happened in our house if we could get with this virus the way we are with the viruses that we do know about okay we were getting toward the end i think one of them was in finals or something and somebody caught the flu of the year okay well then the medical team says all right flu of the year is in your house here's here's tamiflu uh and uh and we and uh, we we start we start everybody in the house on it because it's going to be contagious and this will minimize the life of it it'll be over much quicker everybody back to business if we can get to that place to where, you know, because even, even if people go out and get sick, if we can just say, well, when you're sick, we know what to do. And we know what to do with your household. We know what to do, you know, with, with, with this. That we got to get to that point because the vaccine's not coming until maybe the fall uh, if, if, it, if it comes. So we got to have something, you know, like you said, Bubba, do you say, all right, the, the high-risk high people stay home. Uh, you don't want to put yourself at risk. Let's let's keep practicing social distancing as best we can. See, I think the large gatherings may be further down the road than actually 
the ability to start back the economy. Yeah. You, you can yeah, start. You can start the economy back and still stay with the social distancing. Watch the hot spots and those that are, you know, at high risk. You know, you you may be in a different game, but at some point, somebody's got to go. But we we got to go back to work, mm-hmm. and and we these businesses aren't going to survive. Do you think too? We were talking about changes after this is over with. Do you think you'll see a uh, if not mandatory, do you think you'll see a move away from the big metro areas, the New Yorks, the Chicago's, the LA's, more uh, get out more like Ben Franklin was talking about to begin with? Well, you know, you do see that it's problematic to be, and you can literally look at the map and say where people yeah. gather in big piles is, is a nightmare. Where people don't, it's really a minor inconvenience. I'm right. talking about I'm talking about minuscule numbers of you catching it, minuscule, less than one percent. Uh, you know, and every life matters and nobody wants to be sick. But if you're in a, a place right now that's not highly populated, it's an overwhelming majority of people that aren't sick versus are. And, yeah, and, 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 and you know, and, Wyoming and, and, yeah. is going to be different than Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And, you know, I think they're going to be able to to roll that out. We'll we'll see how that all plays out. But it's uh, – uh, I, I, I don't know. You, know. you don't know. People – will be affected by it. And as time goes on, they'll get lazy and, and not uh, pay attention to it again. But I, I don't know. It's uh, but in the immediate, yeah, we, we've got to do something. I, I just don't think we can carry on No, much past that 30th. And look, we're still, you know, as Dr. Fauci, Fauci said the other day, we're, we're not even at halftime yet on this, uh, yep. you know, social distancing, but you could see where they put people 40 and under back to work. Make everybody wear gloves, everybody wear a mask, no gathering, you know, things like that. And I think we could get some things started and then, you know, roll in another decade, 50-year-olds after that or whatever. I don't know. Well, but they'll, they'll come up. Yeah, because you do see you do see places that are hiring. I mean, you look at the grocery stores. Publix oh, is, the delivery people right yeah, now. Crazy. Yeah. Well, grocery stores are out there saying we are hiring, you know, because of their, you know, their pickup services, their – just people coming to get essentials and all that. So there are some businesses that are thriving in this, but you got to. There's so many. I mean, just if just the restaurant industry alone, some of them the curbside just isn't enough business. They can't make it. They can't survive. You know, they're not turning tables like they once were, and um, and so there's a whole genre of our economy that that has to somehow be given a jump start. Uh, but back to what you said about where people live. The problem is, you know, like when we were we were even discussing at our house about, and we don't live in the city by any stretch, but to move even further, you know, is this is this kind of the the final thing we go look? We need to just move on down the farm and be done with this, and even start talking about, you know, the uh, kidding around with the boys and stuff like that. And and really, you know, one of the boys said, well, that's all uh, that all works according to what you do for a living. I mean, yeah, you know, some some jobs are canceled out. By moving out to Chilton County, Dad. I mean, there, there's, there's, I think there's you'll certain, see a whole lot things more, you, you're limited uh, to what you can and can't do. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of jobs move to the work from home format. Yeah. I, I yeah. think you'll just see a big migration of that either way. Maybe pay a little less, but the convenience of it would be, you know, off the chart. Yeah. There's already a lot of people that do that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and like we, like I said the other day, like Greg. Yeah. Well, like I said, well, like I said the other day, is you know one of the things we've seen too. Some of the the end of of retail was ending anyway. Like Macy's, right. all Macy's said was we were headed this way anyway. This just expedited what we were going to do anyway. 
we our big our big department store world was over pandemic or no pandemic. It was just the timeline got shortened by this. That was it. So some of the the world with the technology was changing anyway, and some of those things that were kind of on life support, you know, are, are now being forced into this world by the pandemic. So yeah, there's some of that too. Have y'all found yourself? I know everybody in Helms. You, you say you've been doing this too, watching a lot of the sports replays of of some of the great games and stuff. But I also see a lot of um, game shows, talk shows. They're all rolling out replays because I think Ellen starts back today. She said, but there's a lot, and you see everybody like hugging, doing interviews like really close together, and you're like, wow. So. Hey, look! That's, yeah. They, yeah, that, used to, they used to do that. <laughs> How will that change now? Yeah, you no, know, no, no, you're right. And, but changed. we know so much more now than we did a couple of weeks ago. I think when it does reopen, y'all hit it. I mean, we're going to have to practice what we know now uh, and mm. try to make the best of it. And and there'll be a phase of that, and then the next phase will be okay. A couple of other type of businesses are opening. And and how do we keep them afloat until that happens? Yeah. And I think it'll be something to that effect. But yeah. we know so much more now. Yeah. Well, if you don't want, if you don't want people to get in large gatherings before the vaccine, you certainly can't open up college football because you'll find people that will suddenly they're so safe right now, mm-hmm. and you'll never get them to go back in a church gathering mm-hmm. that will go to the stadium like a daredevil. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, you, you, you can. I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean, I, I know that culture. You know, that's true. That's I, true. Look, suddenly the the safest person you ever know will become a coronavirus daredevil <laughs> when the first big SEC matchup. Yeah. Uh, is it, it comes to the stadium. You, you couldn't get them. They say, look, now the mega church. I'm not going back there, but I am going to the ball game this weekend. You know, I mean, you're you're going. <laughs> you 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 will see that. I promise you, it'll be yeah. sad, and you will see it. Yeah. But uh, it, it's all it's all about what I'm being asked not to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have to go to work. Sure, I'll do that. I can't go to the ball game. What? Yeah. That's uh. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, top of the hour. If uh, you leave us, have a good day. Stay with us at RickandBubba.com. You know, there's much to Ben Jones. Don't miss the latest edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, we interviewed Chris Tomlin. Uh, I think you'll enjoy that if you haven't already consumed that this week. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIGS, our number. The gang's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix. Stretch Armstrong here at Master Control with yours truly and Speedy. The rest of the guys on locations all across our home states, including the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be with you during this pandemic, coming to you from the broadcast closet. I'm going to tell you what, these habitual things, I, we are, how long have we been doing this? Is this day five? I think this, uh, we we met in the studio last Monday and then went on location Tuesday, I believe, because that was the day that Greg freaked out. That's when, after Joe Diffie died. So, mm-hmm. so right. this, this is day five of us trying this, okay? So maybe it'll get better. I am yet to keep my left hand from potting up your mic in here in the studio. <laughs> and uh, and I'm going to get to where I'm going to stop doing that and go over here to my right hand and pot up WFP3. But anyway, but I'm getting better. Uh, so, maybe you can assign it over there. Just move it over there. I don't know. Yeah, well, let's, let's not get crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, well, we could. Yeah, this, 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 how about Bird? Hey, Bird. Hey, Bird, just work it out. 
Okay. I see you doing it, and yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm just gonna, yeah. and and I just, I just watch playing piano. Uh, old habits. All right, so let's talk about um, <laughs> a, a couple of items. So the pressures that the president is having, um, you know, it, the, we got stations now that won't carry it, and 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 you you were saying, Bubba, the questions. I, I just sometimes I'm like, are, is anyone embarrassed? I mean, what, you know, one of the things is if if everybody in our country and places around the world are going to see you, don't you have some self awareness, some some cold factor of going? Mm-hmm. I'd rather not look like a a, a raving lunatic. I, I would think if you get the mm-hmm. White House assignment at an organization, you ought to be kind of at the top level. I would think. I don't know, mm-hmm. but. Some of these people, uh, I don't know if they don't get out, if they, you know, don't have common sense, if they're just goodens. I don't know what the deal is. I've heard some of the dumbest questions, and they ask them over and over and over. They made a big deal yesterday about Fauci uh, when when he was asked about the hydrochlor, what's it called, hydro. Quarter quint. Look, you uh, can't even say Fauci. Quint. Don't try that. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, the, whatever. You know, the, the malaria medicine. And Trump <laughs> jumped in because, look, he said the same thing over and over. There's no need to ask him right. again. Sure. He's going to tell you exactly like Dr. Jody did this morning. Well, we got to have tests. It's not that. But there's anecdotal tests out there that oh. show that people are using it. Doctors are prescribing it for themselves and frontline uh, you know, people on the battle, which they need to stay healthy. And, uh, and, and Trump has said, look, we're just, if there's no other hope, what does it hurt to try? You know, and I know there's side effects, but it's a fairly safe medicine, both of them. And, you know, what, what does it hurt if you have it? So, but they just keep hounding about that. And then we had this Nimrod yesterday ask a a question about why we haven't closed the grocery store. Okay. We have that Adler. Here it is. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously we know anyone can spread the disease, right, unwittingly. Right. So why even have a few businesses open? Why not just shut everything down? There are grocery stores that are open, fast food places. Why even take a little chance to shut well, it all down? We're going to have to. We'll answer that question later. All I can say is that right now things are looking really good, and opening up with a bang will be a great thing. And there's nobody going to be happier than me. All right. What, what kind of idiot does he not realize? <laughs> That if you now cut off the ability for people to get food, okay, food. Yeah. I'm talking about food. You want them to go outside. That's how you do it, right there. Right. So what? How, what? You know how you pass the virus? A riot. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you pass it. But this guy says, "Hey, Pre- you know what? He sh- you know what his question should have said? Yeah, right here, President Trump. Hey, how come you don't want us to get into Thunderdome? <laughs> uh, why are we not going to go Mad Max and just every man for himself? Shut everything down, and whoever can get food can get it." Can you imagine? Or look, he could phrase it different. He could say, look, is there a scenario where you close everything and we just go total lockdown for a period of time? You could ask it that way. Right. That would have been But But you got you you have to give – I don't know how to break it to everybody, but our country kind of moved away from everybody was raised on a farm. Now, I know that apparently every time there's an election that every single candidate who's ever run for election was raised on a farm. Uh, have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Any time the yeah. campaign ads start, every single candidate was raised on a farm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if that means that you, you. the only way you can be a really good person 
in the government is if you were raised on a farm. I don't know why they think that is a flip. You know, I wasn't going to vote for that guy until I knew he was raised on a farm. But uh, You mean born in the backwoods, <laughs> raised by a bear, got a double coat of skin and a double coat of hair? You mean that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Born in a barnyard, raised on a log, feet like an alligator, face like a hog. But, um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. I've never understood that political commercials. Yeah. So if you bird hunt and you were raised on a farm, I'm supposed to vote for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, but, a good old boy, right? <laughs> right. So, well, you know what? That that doesn't mean you're going to do a good job. I mean, I may like to hang out with you, but that doesn't mean um, you know. I'm not sure I want me running the free world. But but anyway, uh, I, there's not. A, we don't live on farms anymore, Nimrod. If you close the ability for people to get food, you're going to have a much bigger problem called starvation yeah. and and pandemonium. And and I'll tell you what happened yesterday. And I talked to some guys about this. Is uh, I mean, you don't want it to turn into Thunderdome, where, like you say, suddenly you know Bubba's tomato plants become something that somebody wants to shoot somebody for. Yeah, I mean, we, no, uh, we don't want I that. Mean, are, are we, have we lost our minds? Yeah. What kind of ridiculous question is that? I know, and they're going to have to go to hey, each reporter, you get one question, maybe two at the most, because these pressers are going for an hour and a half, two hours. And Trump even said this weekend, hey, I just want to be clear. Every time I ask if anybody has a question, all of your hands go up, and y'all have all asked multiple questions. So you guys yeah. are the ones that are extending these pressers, not me. But Look, he just like has to Trump cut it or off. Not. Like, yeah. like him or not, you got to give him credit. He goes out there and faces those sharks for two hours every day, and he usually does not have a lot of good news to tell them right now. So, you know, I give him props for that. But some of these people, and he made the point the other day when he kind of went nuts, it's almost like they're cheering against the U.S. They want it to fail. They want everything to go wrong, everything go bad. Look, it's fair. You got to look, they're there to be a check and balance. I got that. But there's a time where the questions need to just be uh, uh, something to help the public. All of them want to be the next Bernstein, you know, and, and be the one that brought Trump down with some tricky dicky question they pulled out of their back pocket. You know, I mean, come on. We're all in this together. Uh, th- and they're asking him. I don't know how many times they ask him if he's going to wear a mask or not yesterday. Right, yeah. I'm glad he's not uh, wearing a mask. None of them are wearing a mask. How about this? You know what they don't I like. wish Acosta would wear one, about two of them, if you know what I mean. But, but, <laughs> he, but here's the thing they're missing and they don't understand. And, of course, you make a great point. Where's their mask? But also another thing. How about this? Donald Trump, good, bad, ugly, knows enough about leadership to know you don't want the country to look up and see their president in a stupid mask. Right. It, it causes panic. It causes it causes people to be be anxious. Why is the president got a mask on? It's airborne. You know what have I mean? You seen, you, you know, have you seen how, some how of the, the other you, you, leaders you, around the world doing a press conference with it on? Yeah. You can't understand them, and it looks ridiculous. Well, you remember when F, know, you remember when you remember when FDR didn't want to be shown in the wheelchair. Yep. He was like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get up and stand when I can. Cause I want, I don't want the country to think mm-hmm. that the leader is in trouble and I'm struggling health wise. I need to look yeah. strong. Yeah. I need to look oh, yeah. or, or our enemies. Yeah. Our enemies. And the president does not need to be doing a press conference with a mask on. That's ridiculous. And, and, and it goes, you remember the time Rush Limbaugh, just everybody lost their minds on the left when he said he hoped that Obama's agenda would fail. Yes. And what he was saying is, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a socialist. I'm right. a conservative, so I don't want him to implement and turn our country into what he wants to turn it into. <gasps> How could you say you want the president to And he was like, no, no, I'm not talking about as a human being or the country. I'm just saying these things are bad for the country. Well, now we've got a, we've got a large portion of our media, to Bubba's point, I think I don't think it's an exaggeration anymore. They're thinking, well, if this whole, uh, whole uh, country goes into a depression, well, at least maybe President Trump won't be reelected. 
And and that that's all oh, they, yeah. they care about oh, that yeah. more than the, well, than the health of the general, country. Look, Acosta the other day, I don't know if you saw this one either. Trump had given these things and and whatever. It was some, you know, numbers wasn't good. And the only thing Acosta could ask was, you said this is going to get better. You said it's going to get better, Mr. President. Why ain't it getting better? Didn't you say it's on this date you said it's going to get better? And he said, hey, Jim, it is going to get better eventually. Eventually. We got to go through this. Then it will get better. But, I mean, they were just obsessed with, you said you're going, oh, yeah. it's going to get better. Gotcha, you gotcha, said gotcha. it's going to get better. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they're so stupid, they, they just asked the president, why is he not turning the country into Thunderdome? I mean, it's like they're not even thinking it through. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all we need. That, that's a great question. I'll, I'll come back. And, yeah. I kind of wish it would be cut around that press. We'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about um, – what what really the pressures have turned into, and I, I've been putting off talking about this, but I oh I, I think I think during these times it, it would be good to talk about it. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, they're still here because let's face it. They have nowhere to go. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Trying to keep you updated. Trying to uh, give you the facts. Trying to uh, uh, be a calm, reassuring voice as we all push our way through uh, these unprecedented uh, times as far as our modern, modern society. Dealing with a pandemic and uh, we're trying to keep you updated at the same time. You know, Maybe learn some things along the way. Uh, so, Bubba, um, and guys, I was going to tell you this, and, I, and I, I've been watching this trend, but these press conferences reminded me of it. Uh, I have a couple things I can update you on, one from the weekend. But this one, you know, now that everything is going online, including church, I, I think it's a good time to maybe address this. I've been trying to, to pick this, my, my perfect time, because, you know, we're all at home now, and, you know, we've got – uh, I mean, right now, this is the mo- most important week in history, uh, and that is this is Holy Week, uh, the Passion Week. The crucifixion is remembered on Friday, and of course, the resurrection on Sunday. And churches are having to, you know, it's all going to be, you know, there may be some of these uh, bizarre guys out there gathering, but um, for the most part, it'll all be online. Well, you know, that's also, you know, means that if you got small groups and stuff like that, all that, and everybody's trying to do the best they can do with that. But this just reminded me, and this is just look. It, it's it's my. I'm just trying to help here. I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, you know, because that's not my. You know how concerned I usually am about whether people. Uh, we're, this show's just trying to help, and I'm just trying to help here. Okay, huh. I think that the beautiful thing about getting together in in small groups, and sometimes a small group might be thirty people, forty people at some of the churches, and um, you know, certainly twenty. And uh, and we certainly don't do it on the Wednesday Bible study, you know, uh, for for the same reasons. I I think you got to be careful when you just open the floor to even things important like prayer requests. Oh um, wow! Look, prayer requests are important, and we need to pray together. I certainly think we need to reserve the in the room for. Uh, here's John, and John's got some bad news. So let's put him in the middle of the room and let's pray over him. Could be a job situation. Could be a sickness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all other prayer requests, be sure and hit our email, and we'll send it out to everybody, or we'll write them down on a legal pad, pass them around the room, and then we'll send them out this week for everybody to pray. That That is a good format. 
just like we were talking about with the press conference, the reason why the president keeps getting in this situation, you've got to be careful when you just open the floor, okay? And you remember, Bubba, our, our dear friend James Spann learned this the hard way uh, yeah, on yeah. the first time he did his weather tour, and some person, certainly well-meaning, thought it was a good idea to put microphones on the floor and people could just get up and ask James anything they wanted to. At yeah, last, without screening them ahead of time. Yeah, that lasted yeah. that lasted one one stop, right? And then they stopped it, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Right. <laughs> but anyway, because it's like people don't seem to have the ability when it comes to things real important and sensitive like prayer requests. It's almost like I don't know if they're <laughs> practicing what they want to ask and they didn't hear the prayer request before them. Right. But but it and first of all, you can't and, and the teacher, you know, we're all kind of here for the teaching and he can't get it back <laughs> once it goes out to the floor. Again, I would just suggest everybody write them down. We send them out in the mass email. If somebody's in a major situation, we lift them up in the room. That also run by the teacher Mm -hmm. or the person in leadership in the room who says we're going to pray over so-and-so here. When you open the floor for never-ending prayer requests, first of all, there's the uncomfortable. I'm giving this room too many details about the situation with my wife or husband, and it involves the lower track. Right. Okay. Okay. You ever been sitting in there? Well, yeah. now you know, you know, and it's always it's always the other gender who tells you. The husband tells you about the lower track of his wife, or the wife tells you about the lower track problems of her husband. It's never it's all which makes it for some reason more awkward because the other person's just sitting there going, Why wow, you're telling them a lot about this. <laughs> uh, and then and this one I know for a fact happened. The person before gave a terrible, terrible update, horrible situation. I'm talking about edge of death sickness kind of stuff, okay? Heartbreaking stuff. Do you know what the next person said? What? Look, I just want y'all to pray about something. We're having this armadillo problem at our house. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, we can't seem to get this thing. And I'm like, did this guy just go armadillo after after the cancer prayer request? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it it, 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 it it just it's like no one has the ability to say the person before me just told us they may be terminally ill. I can't follow that with the armadillo. I mean, that should that shouldn't make the room discussion. That, that Greg, I see you laughing. That happened. That, Rick, hey, look, I, I don't, y'all got to pray about this armadillo. armadillo yeah, but I mean, I understand that. But maybe we see that one on the mass email. Right. You, you know, yeah, pr- yeah. Pray for Carl and and Lewis and Louise's, uh, you know, uh, armadillo problem. Yeah, you know, they that they they want some help with it. They got to have supernatural intervention on the armadillo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say that to presidents and to Sunday school teachers or to anyone, never give it to the floor. <laughs> never, ever give it to the floor. I, I also had one that I won't mention that, uh, that, that somebody started talking about an incident um, involving um, a strip club. Oh, and, wow. And, and, and all of this. Oh, and okay. Or, 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 no, I'm sorry. It was, I, let me take that back. It was one of these restaurants like a Hooters kind of thing and wanted to know why, why somebody was was seeing one of the waitresses there when did they not know that it, it was just you did you just don't want to kick it to the floor <laughs> you know how we say bub in our business don't ever give the mic up <laughs> yeah i mean you keep it running you decide because because the teacher usually or the leader can decide the intensity level of the prayer request and there might be one mm-hmm. hey we need so-and-so to stand up and right now we got to pray over them they're going through this let them do that that's awesome do not kick it to the floor for anybody to give any prayer requests that they possibly can. I've always hated that. It's terribly uncomfortable. I've made the mistake of doing it once. 
I won't ever do it again. You just don't kick it to the room. <laughs> Rick, I'd like Rick, for you to guys, add to the list. I, I, sorry, I, guys. I know this uh, coronavirus thing is pretty serious, but one of my bunions is starting to flare up. So if we can pray about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> I, I would like for you to add to the list of people not opening up to the floor are coaches at parent meetings. Correct. It just never add, add that too. No, the coach needs to tell everybody what, what, what is what – like that's why we did the rules that we all did. You right. know, when we all coach, we learned this. You're giving a handout. Everything you need to know is in it. There's no going to the floor. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's it. Inside joke here. Also, look out. Someone may have had their tape stolen, and they won't know who got them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Greg? In that one, we learned don't open the floor to want to know how everybody's doing through a difficult time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a legendary story i just don't oh. think people have the ability to call themselves we know that okay yeah. and uh you know this, this is good yeah because if i had the armadillo trouble the once i heard cancer i would have taken that and marked through my armadillo. i'll get back to i might just send a text out to some people yeah to help pray about that <laughs> i don't think i would have followed up and then and these and they, look these lower track problems hmm. with married couples good night you're just sitting there going wow that's a lot of detail that is a lot of detail <laughs> I mean, so it's just like... Well, and and you, you have other ones that could be even worse. Oh, oh well, I know. No, yeah. no, you're, no, you're right. You're right. So I just a little something I've been wanting to address for several weeks, and I thought I would wait till the, our class isn't meeting together. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll, I, I'll just address it now. Oh, they're not watching. They're yeah, listening listening. The bottom of the hour. Just get, you know, there's a way to handle it. I'm not saying no prayer request. There's just a way to do it. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Speedy, just tell them to have a headphone. We're back. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Uh, you know, now more than ever, and I, I got another story I can share, and if we don't need it today, I'll, I'll table it to tomorrow. But now more than ever, well, hey, we're protecting our property. I mean, you, you got to... I mean, you know, if we keep having idiots like this guy, ask President Trump the question on why doesn't he shut down grocery stores and, I guess, pharmacies and everything. Uh, well, because that would lead to Thunderdome. That's why, sir. Uh, but anyway, you you do want your property to be protected, and we certainly you it, it, look. It's bad enough without a pandemic on people breaking in, going places they're not supposed to go. SimplySafeBubba.com has made it easy to finally get the comprehensive protection. Uh, that is that is that is needed out there. There's no technician or salesperson that needs to come and disrupt your house. You don't need to pay an outrageous monthly fee or sign any kind of contract. You simply order online, set it up yourself in under an hour, and boom, you have immediate 24-7 protection with emergency dispatch for break-ins, fire, and more. Best of all, it's about 50 cents a day. Uh, we're not only fans of the protection, protection they uh, provide. We're not the only people touting them. If you look at U.S. News and World Report, they named Simply Safe. Did you know this, Bubba? Best overall home security of 2020. The best one. No, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah, they do a great job. So, simplysafebubba.com. Uh, go there and you'll get free shipping and a risk free 60 day trial. Simplysafebubba.com or go to rickandbubba.com. You can find them there under the sponsors button. All right. So, this has spawned some phone calls about uh, uncomfortable prayer request stories. Uh, an anonymous caller is calling in. Uh, go right ahead. You're on the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, uh, am I on? Yes, you are. Uh-huh. All right, good deal. Um, so we had in our Sunday school class, we've got a great class, great church, love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a new couple join, and, and they were all, always had some, you know, crazy prayer requests. And in one week, I remember we had 
um, two people in our Sunday school class and that, that were there, and their mothers were undergoing chemotherapy and radiation and all that for some aggressive cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> the very next prayer request after those two was um, we needed prayers for our neighbor because she picked up a stray cat and the cat died and mm. it was just really traumatic and we had a, a 10 minute conversation on yeah. a neighbor's stray cat right after two yeah. cancer prayer requests and that just right. yeah yeah you, you can't you, you can't give it to the floor i'm sorry the floor can't handle it i mean you you think people will be able to do this on their own and police themselves no. but they can't Heck no you also get into the what there's three people that are going to make a prayer request every single week of some kind yeah. And uh, and so just keep it, you know, again, there's a way to still do prayer requests. There's a way to say today we have a couple of prayer requests that, that meet the criteria of the room right now, but let mm-hmm. the teacher or I know some classes have the teacher, then they have kind of a leader of the department or leader of the class or something. You need to have one person that dictates all that. You cannot pitch it to the floor because, first of all, you don't know when you're going to get it back, and suddenly you got the teacher, and I've been in this place before. You've worked all week to prepare the, the the message, you've spent countless hours getting it ready. You normally have 25 to 30 minutes to do your message, and when the prayer request roundup ends, you have 10 minutes. Yeah. You, you know, and, yeah. and you're like, so it just it just is bad. There's nothing good about it. And uh, so so let's go to Ken in Tennessee. Ken, go ahead. Tennessee. Hey, man, appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Um, man, I've got one uh, – guess you'd call it a uh, pet peeve with uh, praise reports. Um, it's kind of funny. You'll have in the same group. Oh, yeah. Um, one one family will go pray uh, uh, pray for us, man. I just contracted coronavirus, you know, and my, my husband passed away with it. And then you'll have somebody in the same room go, hey, praise God for his protection because he delivered me from the coronavirus. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and it's just really – it really puts a, a bad light in God's sovereignty and control. But anyway, just comments yeah. on that. Well, again, all these things can be resolved if people would just listen to what everybody else is saying and not say something that we that the whole wide world would deem inappropriate. I mean, <laughs> the whole that the whole world would. I mean, no one would say that that was the right thing to do. And uh, and it's just uh, I think there's a way to do it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There's just there's just a way to do it. Uh, and all this goes back originally to the White House reporters not knowing how mm-hmm. to call themselves. You can't give up yeah. the floor because because they they make the rounds and because of the social distancing mm-hmm. they're already spread out mm-hmm. and so there's not a ton of them mm-hmm. and so they keep getting asked questions they keep getting yep. fed questions from producers mm-hmm. back at their studio whatever and it just never ends. Yeah, you you have the person that doesn't understand if somebody's child didn't. Get get better mm-hmm. the fact that your dog has made a turn yeah not the time yeah. to share that no uh let's go to ohio where Dwayne is standing by Dwayne, welcome to the program hey guys good morning hey uh kind of an open mic situation at a church where testimonies were given oh boy testimonies we a guy that's a yeah we had a guy that's a truck driver that shared that because he was in las vegas and he did not want to be unholy he had to hold it and not go to the bathroom in las vegas and all I can think of is constipated in Vegas. <laughs> tell it, tell it all. <laughs> a bit of it. Uh, Share it, brother. <laughs> let's go to Pat and <laughs> Trustful. Pat, go ahead. Yes. Uh, we had a couple in our church, and the lady got up to mention a prayer request, and it was for a couple on General Hospital 
soap opera that they would get back to Are you serious? Really? Now, Pat, I'm not, now, I'm serious. I'm not kidding you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm you're, not you're going for the laugh. That didn't really happen. <laughs> it did. It really happened. We all just sit there and said, what? What were they hoping? Luke and Laura would finally get married? The- I can't remember the couple that they wanted it to get back together with. Well, you know, we all just looked around and said, "What?" Let me tell you this: if I if I had been the teacher or the leader of that class, I would have said, "Now the prayer request shifts to you." Yeah, we're going to pray for you, <laughs> right? Because we, we might get up and lay hands on you, right. anoint your head with oil yeah. at that point. <laughs> Frank in Alabama. Frank, go ahead. Yes, sir. This is a true story. Just the names have been changed to save embarrassment. Uh, my daughter, one night during Wednesday night Bible class, the pastor asked for prayer requests, and she says, I want everybody to pray for my dog. Well, that would have been okay. Mm-hmm. Then she proceeded to say, my dog has worms. And uh, yes. it was really embarrassing, <laughs> yeah. but the pastor handled it real well. He said, well, Dad, you heard this. Let's get this fixed. <laughs> right. Yeah, remember, and Greg played it back the last uh, on our spring break. My son actually prayed that the people on his team would stop breaking wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yes, I do. That's, that's important. Uh, we continue. <laughs> Brittany in Oxford. Brittany, Brittany, go ahead. Um. Yes, my mother uh, <laughs> stood up in front of the entire congregation, and um, she said, y'all, I just, I just want to ask y'all to pray for Brittany. She's been battling a real bad UTI for about a week now, and she just can't get over it. And oh. the entire church began to laugh at me. Oh, yeah, that's oh, not boy. good. Oh, yeah, that's you not just, good. There you go. That's back to one above his prayer request he heard. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, on, on this note. and, and I, It's a very serious, you know, and all is. of them are very no, serious, yeah, but sure. uh, yeah. there's just so much detail we need to know about yeah. various problems. Let's go back to this. If somebody in your family is struggling, if it's in the lower track, just keep it real general, okay? Yeah. Um, all right, let me let me go with this. And people have been saying, and I'm getting now more text about it. Televangelist Kenneth Copeland, and you know, and he he's he's a dandy. Yeah, he is a dandy. Bubba, he's claiming that he can blow the wind of God at COVID nineteen and destroy the pandemic. Well, that'd be nice, right? Uh, so, so uh, I, now I haven't seen yet. To his credit, I don't know whether. If sure, you, there's video, right? Oh, no, I, I've, I got it. Hold on, Adler, okay. I'm sending this to you. Okay, here. I don't know whether you have to donate to his ministry to get the wind of God blown towards you. I don't know, but he is uh, he's claiming that he can do this now, and I'm looking, there's several stories they're talking well, about now. Well, I, I know God's Word says that when we will turn away uh, from our sinful ways, he will heal us. Yeah. That's kind of where I land on it. Yeah, yeah, and and then the word heal, you know, you gotta you gotta look at what you know. Heal can mean a lot of things, like you're done with this world and have been ultimately healed. Right. You know, it it, yeah. it it can be it can be that too. People who have been redeemed by Jesus Christ, when they pass, they are healed from everything. Yeah, okay, yeah, true. Um, all right. So, do we have his actual comment? I, I, or, I do, and and I mean, I could just we could go old school and play it. Uh, I sent it to Adler. It might take just a second yeah. for him to get that ready, right. uh, but right, okay. just let us know, Adler. Right, he's good. Get it. I got it. I got it. All right. I got it. It's on Skype. Win, win, win. Almighty, Almighty, strong, strong, south wind, south wind. You fall on your face. You fall on your face. 
Did you see the wind of God? Did anybody see it get blown? Look, there's nothing wrong with praying that God will remove this yeah. from us, and I'm all about that. But, um, and and so I pray that every day. Uh, but um, ultimately, His will is going to be done. Period. And then we need to learn the process of what's going on. And and pain and suffering is all throughout Scripture and why it's there. But there's just something about that that blow right there at the just toward the camera, and those yeah. eyes just look a little. Um, I do hope, and, and and I hate you don't want to make light of this. I do hope he cleaned that area because it was a lot of spit. That it was came with it was glove. a tremendous amount. You needed a mask on. Yeah, yeah. And the court. Don't forget the quartet with him. Yeah, yeah. No, Bob, I can't forget them. Yeah, yeah that, that was time in game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if 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 we can just tell, and I'm praying for the certainly should sure. But this thing of if we say and do certain things, God has to respond. We're telling him what to do. I mean, if that were the case, then he could just have his church full of people. He wouldn't even need to be empty. Uh, because then if he did everything right, nobody would get sick, right? I mean, that that's where that's where you have to Was be. it supposed to leave right then? Or I don't know. Do we know? I don't know. The uh, We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hour with more of your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG on any topic. And uh, more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, last night put the heavy on me. Woke up and I'm feeling lonely. This world got a way of showing me. Showing me. Some days it'll lift you up. Some days it'll call you bluff. Man, most of my days I ain't got enough. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Is you my only home? Somebody say, woo! Woo! When I'm up, when I'm down. Uh-huh. When the wolves come around. Tell me. When my feet hit the ground. I just need, I just need you. On my darkest day. All right, so um, as we make our way back, phone calls standing by to wrap up the hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG-BRADY out of the great state of Alabama has been waiting patiently. Hey, Brady, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Uh, yes, I just wanted to ask y'all about how y'all felt about the uh, fuel prices. Y'all think they're going to skyrocket after all this is over? Skyrocket or just go up? I mean, for about, you think they'll get up to $3 a gallon again? Uh, well, but what do you think? I mean, it's certainly going to go up because it's a supply and demand thing. Right, and and the big reason it started down to begin with was because Saudi Arabia and Russia was having a price war. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, you know what? It, it probably will. And honestly, it's good for us, the consumer right now, but it's bad for the people who work in our energy field. Yep. And I'm not too sure some of this is them not trying to run our some of our oil producers out of business. So, you know, it needs to go up some and stabilize. Uh, $2, you know, is, is probably a workable number. Yeah, and because uh, I, I, I know just, you, I mean, you can't have nothing. I mean, no. I mean, you can't even have gasoline prices because now I'm not traveling hardly any at all, and now gas prices are low. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, 
Well, yeah, it, it'll definitely be more demand when everybody goes back, but you still, you've got a, a real uh, glutton of, of yep. oil on the market right, right. now. So That's it'll right. take a time for that to burn off. Are you saying if you put more oil in the market, the price goes down? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we've, we've yeah. talked about this before sure. when people were panicked, it's <laughs> right. not that complicated. Right. It's, it's really not. If you run a lemonade stand, you understand this, Yeah, but if you've just gone to Harvard, you probably don't. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a, there's an old YouTube video out there somewhere where Bubba and I told you there's only three scenarios that affect the price of gas. There's only three. Hmm. And, uh, and we ran through them. Uh, all right, let's continue. Uh, let's go to Colby in Laurel, Mississippi. Colby, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was calling to uh, talk about Vic Schaefer leaving Mississippi State. You know, we had us a good women's basketball coach, and then you wake up and you just realize you can't have nothing. I mean, hey, you can't even keep your coach from going to Texas. Mm. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I mean, to- coaches, when they come in high demand and they start winning, everybody starts wanting them. Can't have nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, we continue. I tried uh, to ignore that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tried to not pay attention to it. Sure. Well, I know you're a big women's basketball. I know. Fan. Well, Greg is the biggest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> by the way, uh, our consultant in Louisville has suggested, and this is my only fear that me potting Bubba's mic up all the time. If if Speedy will get a fly swatter mm-hmm. or a fly flapper, as some people call it. Yeah. And pop my hand pop every time I reach for it. Mm-hmm. But here's my only fear of that. Eventually, we hope maybe one day you'll all be back in the studio. Yeah. You know, that's kind of our goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna have to be hit again to get back to where I was. So I don't know if I want to break that habit <laughs> to that degree. I'm just gonna put an extension on it so I can sit here and just. Yeah, you know, you guys realize like that, like that fork with the extender on it. I yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I like your chair there, Bob. That's a nice chair. Thank Don't you. you. Thank what, you what's yeah. the guy? It looks like it came out of the broadcast uh, marble salt broadcast vehicle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Didn't we have some similar to that? Yeah. Yeah. Southern Comfort Chairs. Yeah, I loved them. We continue. Let's go to Teresa in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Teresa, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Um, hey. Acres from the house. Oh, oh. Drink working from home. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, I just wanted to share a hilarious prayer request we had a guy ask for at Bible study one Wednesday night. The pastor's standing up there. He and his wife, uh, his wife and I were really good friends. And sitting next to my mom, this guy stands up and says, Preacher, I want y'all to pray for me. The skin's just appealing off my butt. Oh, my uh-uh. goodness. That did not of course, happen. Yes, <laughs> it totally not. happened. I took a nosedive underneath the pew because I was laughing so hard. Oh, yeah. And then the preacher <laughs> called us out for kind of giggling in church. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. He totally no. stood up. Look. And he's, uh, on, he's on that case, face. that's not your fault. You can't help. No, I, I think God forgave you the instant you left. Yeah, I do too. I I hope so. But the pastor was red faced. He was so upset with us for laughing. I mean, we didn't laugh out loud, obviously. But, you know, I mean, his wife you and I were just giggling. I'm not too sure God wasn't laughing. Oh yeah, me. yeah. Well, you remember that time I told y'all? You know, one of my favorite things I like to do back when I could travel, back when I could actually go speak somewhere, yeah. right. is to right. get up and go early on Sunday morning to go wherever I was speaking mm. and to turn on AM radio. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and just find any programming, <laughs> Greg. I know you live for this. And you oh, remember that hey. time I found that uh, the husband and wife team? Do I yeah. ever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great best of moment. <laughs> and, he, and he was talking about how God had answered their prayer about his IBS. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, you remember how it used to be? I'd eat something and I'd go to crapping. 
You know, like that. Oh, yeah. We, That's right. Mm. You know, and when, when I would hear him say, go to crapping, I couldn't believe he said that. We, I was like, remember that time he had it? Yeah. Hey, and then there, our nephew, he's about to sing with course. He could be a real man of God if he'd stop that smoking. Uh, I mean, I was laughing my head off. I couldn't get enough of it. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Greg. Speaking of Greg, Greg, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I got a question. Um, Hmm. Could we not suspend like lawyers advertising right now? Is that really an essential <laughs> business? I mean, you got truckers that are, you know, let's you know get stuff across America, and we need you, we need you. But if one of those truckers happened to turn his windshield washer fluid on and it gets in your eye, bud, we gonna sue it. Well, I will tell you Look, this: I would love yeah, to get rid of it, but yeah. <laughs> but the money they're spending with our radio stations right now, let me assure you, it is essential. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well how Very about much. how about restrict uh, statute of limitations? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. But yeah, that, that that advertising money of all kind is essential. Right yes. Now. Yes, very much. <laughs> yeah, so, and uh, and let me tell you something. If you need us to help you market something, we're here ready to go. Mm-hmm. Ready right. to go. We got sales teams Stand all over the country. <laughs> hey, uh, a nice little partnership with Rick and Bubba right now would be a great idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, boys, we're wrapping up another hour. Bring and if, it. if you leave us, have a big day. Thank you. We'll be back, Lord willing, right here tomorrow. If you still have uh, on your schedule more Rick and Bubba today or maybe you're working through some archives, uh, then more Rick and Bubba may be coming up. Uh, all right, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Also go to rickandbubba.com to find out all the information you could possibly ever want to know about the show and also content that you can go to binge it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba.